This is the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. The podcast for curious and passionate dental hygienists. Hello, Kara from Today's RDH here. Before starting, I'd like to thank Philips Oral Healthcare for sponsoring this episode. See firsthand how 30 years of innovation has made Philips Sonicare the number one dental professional recommended power toothbrush brand. Take advantage of exclusive trial pricing by visiting proshop.philips.com to place your order. A dental hygienist experience using essential oils as an alternative treatment for recurrent herpes labialis by Angela Grover, RDH, BASDH. As a sufferer of recurrent herpes labialis, RHL, I've utilized many methods to decrease duration including a cyclovir cream and a cyclovir anhydrocortisone cream, 5%, 1%, laser treatment, docosinol, and valacyclovir. It had also been suggested to me that applying ice at first tingle reduces the duration and swelling. You name it, I think I've tried it. Many of these methods work quite well, but I've also found myself without these options when feeling the initial tingling sensation that indicates a new breakout. In fact, I thought to myself often during the past year, I wonder if there's an essential oil that will work. Essential oils pocket reference indicated that tea tree and peppermint oils can be used as well as lemon balm. Tea tree oil. Tea tree, also known as Melaleuca alternifolia, is a bark that's used by the Aboriginal people of Australia for roofing their shelters, as well as a substance incorporated into blankets and paintings. They likewise used the oils for medicine. The oil from these leaves has a medicinal use that's considered antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, antiparasitic, and anti-inflammatory in nature. Some of the uses explained can be considered in dentistry, one being the treatment of herpes labialis. A pilot study in the Journal of Antimicrobial Chemotherapy in September 2001 was conducted by a team of Australian researchers who used 6% tea tree oil in an aqueous gel base, or placebo gel. The same consisted of 20 individuals between the ages of 18 to 70 years who self-reported RHL. One participant was unable to continue in each group, which brought the final sample to 18. Participants were to report to the study when the initial symptoms presented. Unfortunately, not all presented in a timely manner to catch the virus at initial stages, which prevented the pilot study from being able to show that tea tree oil had more efficacy than and traditional topical treatments. The study did show, however, that tea tree oil did have similar reductions to that of traditional topical treatments. It was concluded that tea tree oil may be a potentially cheaper alternative, acceptable to patients, and which poses little threat of inducing resistance to systemic antiviral agents. A larger study was needed to further evaluate tea tree oil as a topical treatment for RHL. Lemon balm. Another study reported by the University of Maryland examined the effects of using lemon balm. The German study, which looked at patients in three hospitals and one dermatology clinic, found that when lemon balm was used to treat the initial HSV1 infection, not a single recurrence was noted. The treatment was begun within 72 hours of the first indication of symptoms and continued for 5 to 10 days, with the cream being applied 2 to 4 times per day. Healing was rated as very good by 41% from the lemon balm treatment group and only by 19% from the placebo group. In another double-blind study, 66 patients with a history of oral herpes were similarly assigned to either a treatment group or a placebo group and given standardized lemon balm or placebo cream, which they applied to the affected area four times daily for five days. On the second day of therapy, 
when the symptoms were expected to be the most active, the active treatment group reported significantly lower symptom scores with less intensity of discomfort, fewer blisters, and smaller lesions. Trying tea tree with peppermint. Considering the buzz surrounding essential oils, I felt that I had nothing to lose when attempting my own personal experiment with the two essential oils I had on hand, tea tree and peppermint. According to Essential Oils Pocket Reference, the route of administration can be done using a single oil or blended and applied topically, keeping in mind that one should test their skin for any sensitivities by first applying the oils to the bottom of the feet. Once sensitivities have been tested, the goal was to apply the essential oils to the affected area twice daily, eventually increasing to four times daily. The method would include using one to two undiluted drops, making sure hands have been washed before and after application. A rule of thumb would be to only blend two oils together when applying oils for the first time. Another way to apply oils is to add a carrier oil, such as the V6 vegetable oil complex, which is considered to extend the oils and provide more efficient use. Personally, I found the use of the oils undiluted to be the most effective for RHL. How has this fared for me, you ask? Well, I was pleasantly surprised. I applied a combination of the two oils, tea tree and peppermint, to the affected area a few times when I felt the tingling sensation on my lip. Within 24 hours, I noticed I didn't even go through the vesicle stage. The affected area was much smaller than I was accustomed to, and it was already exhibiting a dryness. As dental professionals, we know RHL usually tingles, then appears and creates a swollen papule that has a multi-bubble-like appearance, papillary in nature. Following this stage, the vesicles usually break open and the lesion starts to crust over and then dry up to form a scab. Going through all these stages usually takes anywhere from one to two weeks, depending upon the severity of the breakout. Recently, I only applied the tea tree oil a few hours after the tingling began, and by the next day, I noticed the lesion was already drying up. For days later, I was able to still attend my dental appointment because I only had a small scab. With this kind of turnaround, this can be a game changer for those of us who experience this series of unfortunate events of RHL, especially when we know that active RHL would be a contraindication to dental treatment. Having an arsenal of information is always valuable for dental professionals. It ensures that patients have many choices. The use of essential oils for the treatment of RHL is an addition to the list of methods that are often referred to sufferers of the nuisance condition. While medication may be the best treatment recommendation for some, and prevention with supplements like lysine may be better for others, unconventional approaches should also be considered. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode brought to you by Philips Oral Healthcare. Help your patients achieve healthy smiles with chairside and at-home products and educational materials designed for their unique oral care needs. Call 800-422-9448 to request your resources today. Thank you for listening to the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 